Mid-America's most trusted source for news. KMOX. At 5.03, cloudy skies, 40 degrees downtown of the Arch. I'm Maria Aquina. In for Michael Calhoun, our top story this hour. Clayton police are asking for the public's help in finding an 18-year-old suspect wanted for last month's murder in Clayton. Today, Darian Johnson was charged with murder's second and armed criminal action, but he remains on the run. Johnson has been identified as the second shooter, according to the St. Louis County Prosecutor's Office, in the killing of Joshua Harris on Wydown Boulevard. Johnson should be considered armed and dangerous. If you see him or know his whereabouts, call 911. So where do we stand six months after Kim Gardner's exit from the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office? I'm Stuart McMillan. Circuit Attorney Gabe Gore says there's still work to be done, but staff left over from the Gardner era have stepped up. They have performed admirably since I have been here. They have embraced the change that we have brought to this office. They have embraced the culture of excellence that we are working to instill in this office. During those six months, St. Louis Circuit Attorney Gabe Gore has been on the job. He says his office has prosecuted 45% more cases in the last six months than the office did in the final six months under Kim Gardner. The backlog still includes 200 pending homicide cases. A new report shows that teacher salaries in rural Missouri schools are the second lowest in the United States. So how much is that hurting students in those schools? The study commissioned by the National Rural Education Association says states like Missouri with large urban centers often struggle to also meet the needs of rural schools. You've got the, the nation's 15th largest absolute rural student population, but you've got a policy context that is not very responsive to their needs with that low instructional spending, low teacher salaries. Co-author Dr. Jerry Johnson of East Carolina University says on some measures such as reading, those rural schools perform well below the median. Nationwide, those districts do tend to have better high school graduation rates than urban schools. Megan Lynch, KMOX News. Missouri's Department of Elementary and Secondary Education has a new commissioner that's been named, State Senator Carla Essinger will take over for Dr. Margie Vandeven, who announced that she's stepping down. Esslinger says while serving out her term as senator in the second regular session, she plans to develop an action plan that addresses the immediate and long-term challenges that are facing education in Missouri. Older adults who tutor young students in reading report seeing their own health benefits. They felt less isolated, um, experienced less depression, thought more about taking care of their health and uh, adopting more healthy habits such as um, healthy eating and um, exercise. Mary Click, Oasis National Tutoring Director, tells KMOX tutors also say they had more socialization and personal growth as a result of helping children learn to read. The study was conducted by Washington University in four cities, including St. Louis. Last week, when a wanted felon was on the run, the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office was able to capture him using drone technology. Sheriff Dave Marshak says they currently have five drones of varying size and capability. For us, uh, it's another tool in the toolbox. I think law enforcement has a responsibility uh, to use it with discipline. Uh, but I think uh, as technology emerges and law enforcement changes, uh, we'll see more of it. Marshak says in the near future, he would not be surprised if more law enforcement agencies use drones ahead of officers to feedback intelligence. The news is sponsored by, sponsored by Michael's Flooring Outlet, the flooring experts, michaelsflooring.com. 
During the first six months of the job, St. Louis Circuit Attorney Gabe Gore has been building a team of attorneys to chop down the sizable amount of pending homicide cases that were left behind by his predecessor, Kim Gardner. KMOX was in the room this morning when Gore delivered remarks about the progress that's being made. In terms of attorneys, as I've mentioned before, we've, we've now hired 24 attorneys. When I arrived, there were 25 attorneys already in the office, and we've hired 24 attorneys in six months. Those 24 attorneys, of them, uh, 12 were former assistant circuit attorneys. Another five of those attorneys were experienced prosecutors from other jurisdictions. And the other attorneys hired are young attorneys with no prior criminal experience, but who really represent the future of our office. The experienced prosecutors who joined our office have over 120 years of prosecutorial experience collectively. They have tried hundreds of the most serious felonies in state courts. When I arrived in the office, there were two, no, there were three uh, unit supervisors. That means three supervisors in the entire office. The group of attorneys I've hired now represent five members of my executive committee, which are the most senior leaders in the office, and three more unit leaders. So we have restored leadership in the office. We've talked a lot about the attorneys that we've hired, but we probably haven't talked enough about the attorneys who were here, the attorneys who weathered the difficult times and kept the office afloat. They have performed admirably since I have been here. They have embraced the change that we have brought to this office. They have embraced the culture of excellence that we are working to instill in this office. And they have meshed seamlessly with the attorneys who have returned. The teamwork has been exceptional. When I was appointed, there were 250 homicides pending. We've done some research, and the typical number of homicides pending in the city of St. Louis is about 100 to 115. So we're looking at a significant backlog of homicide cases that we have been working our way through. Since I have been here in the six months, we have disposed of 53 of those cases. In that time, we've also charged 37 new homicide cases. In addition to that, and this is another example of our increased relationship and collaboration with St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department, in addition to that, we're working with the homicide unit to take a second look at 24 homicides that were applied on in the past administration that weren't issued, but that the homicide division believes have merit in cases where we have the evidence to go forward. So we're taking a hard look at those cases. We talk about the homicide backlog and how we're working through it. I'll tell you right now, um, we don't have the capacity within this office to handle 250 homicides. That's more than 100% of what typically is pending. And so we've had to rely on our community partners. 
we've had to rely on the U.S. Attorney's Office. They've agreed to take on a rolling basis 20 homicide cases. And those cases are be ha being handled by experienced prosecutors, most of whom prosecuted cases in this courthouse as assistant circuit attorneys. We've relied on the private sector law firms that have stepped up and we've had experienced assistant circuit attorneys who are now at those law firms come back and take cases. They're handling another 30 homicides for us on a rolling basis. We could not be moving forward as we are without that collaboration. The other backlog we encountered was the backlog with the warrant office. This number has been a moving target. We've been trying to figure it out and I will tell you that now we've gotten through everything and we have a good assessment of it. And we have determined that on the day I was appointed, there were 6,700, 6, 6,700 applications for warrants pending that had not been reviewed. When we got in, we began the process of working to reduce that backlog. And we reduced that backlog to about 4,200 cases. And that's what we think we currently have pending, somewhere around 4,200, 4,000 cases, something like that. The good news is, is that we went through that backlog. We identified the most serious felonies, your violent felonies, robberies, rapes, assault first. And there were even nine homicides in the backlog. We've identified those cases, and those cases are being reviewed, and appropriate charging decisions have been made. The remaining 4,000 cases consist of misdemeanors and what we refer to as C, D, and E felonies. And we're going to work our way through all of those and make appropriate charging decisions. We estimate that that's work that's going to take us at least through the first quarter of next year. But it's work that we're going to do, and we're going to do it correctly.